Hello and welcome to another episode of I Know I Love, the podcast where I, Kevin, talk about all of the things that I know that I love in the world of entertainment, from movies to music to video games and, of course, television shows. Um, today, <clears throat> we are talking about uh, music, and um, I decided on the band that I'm deciding on talking about today because um, I was actually, like, the other day, I was, like, thinking about this band, and I was like... It's not that it's been at all a long time necessarily since they came out with a new album. It's been like a couple years, but I was literally just like thinking about them randomly. Like, you know, it's been a long time since I listened to them. And then I was like listening to them and then I was like, oh, they have a new single. So I'm like, okay, I'm definitely want to talk about them because like I, they were on my list of artists to talk about and it just seems like good timing. So the band that I'm talking about today is a UK band called Everything Everything. And they are extremely amazing, and I have a lot of notes of things to cover to talk about them, so I'm going to try to get this as condensed as possible, but um, I'm just going to get into it straight off from my discovery of everything, everything. So, um, basically my discovery happened with them actually in 2015, kind of a random uh, way, actually. Um, I am a huge fan of um, a music uh, publication called Enemy. Um, which is based in the UK, and um, I think right now they're strictly like a digital music publication. And since I was pretty much like in high school, um, I've just I like the website of Enemy.com. I like um, the just the artists they cover, and I've I've really um, noticed I've I've rather discovered a lot of artists actually through the magazine just from reviews and like just artists that I've, they'll cover often a lot of artists that like you know, may, you may not hear in the United States, but like, because they're in the UK, they have like a lot of access, of course, to all the UK bands and stuff around that area. And, um, so basically one day in 2015, um, their third album, Get to Heaven came out, everything, everything's third album. And, um, I remember seeing the cover art and being like, that's kind of cool. That's kind of interesting. Like the, the uh, cover is kind of like this animated like comic book looking um sort of it looks like a zombie someone getting attacked by like a zombie hand or something and like it's all kind of like purple and orange and pink in color and like the person in the in the picture is kind of like freaking out while this arm is like attacking them and everything's sort of like melty faced and like kind of kind of just like really um over the top like you know pop art sort of in a way and um that just caught my attention like the cover and of the album get to heaven and then uh, I just went on to read the review um, that Enemy had written, um, which of course praised the album. And I was like, I've I've never even heard of this band before, and they've you know even their second album um, was nominated for the Mercury Prize and everything. And I'm like, why do I not know this band? Because like I mean, based on what the review is talking about, it seems like something I would like, and. It just, I don't know, they seem like similar to a lot of bands that I really love, so I want to see what this is like. So I ended up checking out um, one of their music videos for, I believe it was Distant Past, which is one of the singles off of um, Get to Heaven. And um, I just thought the music video was really cool and like almost funny and comical, but also like trying to have, it was like there was like some message there that you could tell, like they were trying to say something, but like, there was like a scent, the way it was photographed and filmed, like it definitely had sort of a sense of humor at the same time. I felt like the song was really catchy, um, lyrically was interesting, and the vocalist just immediately caught my attention. Um, really fast paced and just 
really um, high pitched and, and just low pitched and just kind of like all over the place, but like also controlled. Um, and I just fell in love with the band immediately just from that particular um, song. And as I went on to um, purchase and like really delve in to get to heaven, their third album that ended up, I just ended up obsessing over the album for like a really long time. And um, fortunately I didn't have to like wait for new music for myself because I ended up going backwards. So like I then went to their first album, uh, Man Alive, which came out in 2010, and then Ark, of course, in 2013. So I kind of went backwards with this band. And there's a couple of bands that I will talk about that this kind of happened in similar ways um, over the years that I've discovered. But I think Everything Everything is probably the most recent band that I can think of that it's sort of within the last 10 years I've discovered that is literally one of my current favorite bands. So that's why I just felt it was, you know, totally appropriate to talk about them. Just some quick background about them. So they pretty much typically seem to release albums like every two to three years. Their first album, Man Alive, came um, uh, that was their debut album that came out in 2010, then Ark 2013, uh, Get to Heaven, of course, was 2015, and then followed by A Fever Dream, which was 2017. Then it was about three years for Reanimator, which came out in 2020, and then their newest album is coming out uh, called Raw Data Feel in this year of 2022, I believe in May. And so I'm really excited about that because we're, they're going to be like six albums in, and so they have a really, really big catalog. The members, um, just brief history, I think most of them pretty much met like either in school or through like mutual friends and that's just kind of, you know, just the typical way like bands sort of come together. And uh, their lead singer is Jonathan Higgs, Jeremy Pritchard is bass, Michael Spearman is drums, and Alec Robert Shaw is the lead guitarist. And um, yeah, I mean, they're just like a pretty standard put together band, um, all extremely talented uh, multi-musicians. And, you know, I list the the things that these uh the band members all kind of contribute to the album, but all of them are pretty much multi-instrumentalists. So it's, you know, those are the primary things that they will typically do on the albums, but they also, each of them do a wide variety of other things um, that contribute to each of the albums. Just some standout components. Um, To me, what makes Everything Everything a band worth listening to? And I think I find them to be probably one of the most important bands again for me like within the last 10 years i think that everything everything they comprise of so much like their album is not like just for me it's not just uh you know a plan words or anything it's really just a, a tribute to like what their sound actually is because it has so much packed into every song and every album like constantly so the 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 band name of course is fitting um, I think I read somewhere that they actually got it from um, Radiohead's Kid A, um, Everything in Its Right Place, like a, the lyric from that, the opening lyric. So, I mean, that's pretty cool, but it does really also relate to the way that they approach music and their style. So the first compo- uh, component I would like to discuss uh, would be the composition um, of their songs. A lot of their music, of course, you know, follows a standard music structure. Um, a lot of verse, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge, chorus, you know, like that. But they also play around in a lot of other structures. One of the things that I think is really cool with them is they play a lot with tempo. And they, because of this, they have a really expansive rhythmic section between the bass and the drums. And they kind of have a thing where they sort of layer guitar work on top of that a lot of the time. And it just makes for like a really interesting sound. I mean, you can really, a lot of people would 
uh, sort of categorize um, this band as kind of like they would call it something maybe like art rock or, um, you know, eclectic rock. I might call it like sort of a catchy eclectic rock. And it's just because that they sort of delve into so many genres throughout each of their songs, albums, individually. Like, like it sounds totally like them. Like when you hear an Everything Everything song, you know it's them. But it's also like different so much from the last song that you just listened to. So they have a really good knack for that. You can tell that they're really talented musicians in general just to be able to pursue such expansive genres. I mean, you could argue, I mean, there's aspects of, of course, pop rock. There's aspects of alternative rock, um, industrial rock. I would argue um, some sort of African elements as well mixed in there, um, especially in their rhythmic section. And um, I mean, there's just so many genres that everything, everything really comprises of that it's. I think it's just safe and easy to just label them like art rock because they do so many things. But um, it, that again, that category um, can be confusing, but they are really true artists um, when it comes to their compositions and the way they put them together. There's often a lot of unexpected elements um, within each of their songs where you think like a song is going one way and then by the end of it, you're like, okay, this is not at all where I thought this song was going. And so it really does not make at all for a dull listening experience. I mean, it's very exciting. There's a constant sort of propulsion to their music. Even if it's like a slow song, there's still a lot of movement constantly happening um, through through each of their songs, which just, again, I think it just makes, of course, for, like I said, a less dull um, listening experience, but also like a never know what to expect experience as well, which again, what could you ask more from music? And um, another standout component that I, I actually think is a plus for them, um, and they get, they've gotten some flack for it in the past, but then some people really praise them for this, and I think it's the vocalist. I think Jonathan Higgs is um, a really gifted vocalist, and he has a very distinct voice, and I think when you first hear them, especially their earlier albums like uh, Man Alive, for example, when you listen to those albums, it's like, at first you're like what like that's a really different voice like and i feel like it's a voice that once you get used to it you find that like really no i mean though it may be especially different and unique you really come to realize or i have at least that like no one could really sing these songs as effectively as him where it would actually work so well um because at the end of the day he can sing the man can totally belt and he can actually like sing sing but he, instead of just doing that and just sort of like, you know, just adding another layer on top of all the instrumentation and just being the vocalist, whatever, he's a very, um, it's, I would, it's like intellectual singing. Like he kind of is, has a knack for picking up on sort of the melodic movements that are happening and the structures of the songs and creating an instrument with, of his voice in and in and of itself where he does a lot of sort of wailing, like high-pitched sort of wailing, but then he kind of can go low, and then he can be like really fast with his words, like distant uh, past the, the song I was speaking on earlier from uh, Get to Heaven. That song requires a lot of like quick speaking, but then he'll like go right into belting. And so it's, I mean, he is a hugely talented singer in general. I feel like this band does not get enough credit for that at all because a lot of people, of course, praise, you know, the 
like I said, the composition, the rhythmic section, all that. But I do think Jonathan Higgs' voice brings a huge, uh, just uniqueness to this band where they're not just like a fast-paced, like, catchy band. Like, he really, um, his, his addition of his vocals really add that extra something that just elevates them, I think, in a way that makes the songs unique and different and really makes them their own, which, of course, at the end of the day, that's what you want as a musician, as an artist. So I definitely praise um, his his vocal range and his just ability to really stand out through all the complicated things that are going on behind him, which one would think that it might be kind of system overload, you know, to have like a lot of complicated instrumentation whilst also having this vocalist kind of going around and around and, and just often, you know, really crazy territories. But in some roundabout way, it really comes together um, which kind of goes into my next standout component, which is because of the tightness of the band in general. This band is super tight and super together. Uh, I've seen so, I've literally over the years, I've just watched so many um, live performances from this band, just from different festivals they participate in, just like on YouTube and stuff. And like, you can really tell that they totally can take their, they, they totally take their craft seriously, of course. I mean, you could not be this tight of a band in this together without taking yourself seriously. But I love the way that they actually have fun with their themselves as well and what they're doing. Like, at the end of the day, you know, they are producing a form of entertainment and it is exactly that. A lot of the times, um, the band, uh, usually per album, based on whatever the artwork is or like the color concept, they'll usually have different costumes um, for whatever that particular album is they're on. So for example, like I know when they were um, touring or, you know, when ARC 2013 came out, um, just having looked at previous videos, they all wear these sort of, it was all kind of gray, like yellow, gray, and like sort of a off black kind of color. And so each of them had like a shirt or some sort of costume that um, comprised of those colors so they all looked more uniform and then of course like get to heaven was like that orange and, and kind of yellow uh, sort of blood orange colors and like almost like the sun rising kind of uh, or rather sun setting colors and um, they had like a lot of different um, shirts and costuming going on within on the stage as they performed and stuff again just having fun with it you know it's not like being weird for the sake of being weird and i wouldn't call it weird i think it's just unique and it's different it just makes them stand out from all the other bands that just show up on stage and whatever it just you know makes them show that they're like together they're uniform it's similar to like as i've talked about like the hives you know the hives always wear like black and white it's just a similar concept but i think it's fun that they get to sort of change that throughout um every album so every album it's like okay what's the color concept going to be and then they just kind of run with it and here's their new costume so i think that's just really cool um to have especially in today's world of music where a lot of it can be so serious that like it's so about like you know just being cool and looking the part and I think everything, everything excels at being cool just based on their music alone that they they have all the freedom in the world to, you know, have fun with the way they look on stage, which I think is cool. And so, but in addition to that, like I said, the tightness of the band um, does have like every, every uh, band member in this band really does contribute very effectively to every single song. Like they all just especially when you see them live like even on video it's like if one it's almost like if one person like misses up one thing that could throw everything off but like they don't i mean they're so together and like 
as soon as one person's doing some complicated thing or like for example like if alex is doing some like complicated thing on guitar there's usually like some form of michael doing like again some some other complicated thing on drums and you know jeremy's like carrying the rhythm with the bass and you know jonathan is like doing his vocal thing i mean they really are i think have a good job they do a well a good job rather of reading i think each other and like what the songs also need all all of their talents and like the vocal style and just the way they compose music all of this could certainly go south because of it's a lot it's a lot like it's like jam-packed with so many things and like the way they cover genres and things but they have such a strength in editing themselves that it's like they're just going on the edge to where you know what the song exactly needs without sounding like you know they're doing way too much or something and so overall what makes this uh being great everything everything is um i think in addition of course to everything i've mentioned uh lyrically i think that they have a lot of interesting lyrics through their albums like every album really has like a sort of a theme that they're covering and i mean i love all of their albums really i do love all of them equally for very different reasons because they're all very different but i do think that lyrically just i think get to heaven probably has some of the very like most heavy lyrics in terms of a collection of songs where you're listening to like what sounds to be this really catchy song but then you listen to a lyric and you're like did he just say that and like that's pretty dark and like but it's really just observations and i think what they do well lyrically this band is that they have a lot of observations of sort of societal issues and like concerns of the future but also nostalgic um sort of desires of the past uh without super obsessing about that i mean they really kind of cover a lot of serious things again specifically in the direction of societal things that are going on maybe currently or recently or something and i think they have a really cool way of approaching those in their and with commentary within their music of course within the lyrics without coming across as super preachy because they're still having fun with it. Like the musicality of those songs with lyrics, even like this, I think makes the song kind of not hit you completely over the head with this idea, but it just kind of lends you this observation that they're trying to make while also making this song entertaining. And I think that balance is really hard to do, especially for a lot of current music. And I think everything, everything, is um, they excel in that they excel at sort of balancing you know serious very serious uh topics and and issues and things with a really interesting and fun musicality and i i love that about them one of the hugest things of course what makes them great is of course their album consistency now uh raw data feel is going to be their most recent album coming out this year in 2022 and i feel like that's of course going to be their sixth album and it's like they're literally one of those bands for me that i am not concerned at all whether it's going to be good (laughs) like it doesn't mean of course that doesn't mean like you know i just give a band a free pass i'm like oh it's good no matter what i haven't listened to it blah 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 uh not at all but like they literally are just like they to me they've just proven themselves way early on with the albums that they did that like they're at this point i'm just happy that they continue to release music and i'm a fan of everything they do like their last album reanimator was amazing a fever dream was um, also absolutely great and like you i just love when you find a band like this that like 
first of all, you can like immediately fall in love with. And then like for me, I had all the time to explore like two of their earlier albums and, and really fall in love with those and like look forward to their stuff coming up in the future. And there's a lot of bands that, you know, that everything, everything I think have toured with or been in festivals with and things. And I just, they're, they're literally so much better than so many bands out there that like, I just, I hope they continue to push and, and grow. And, you know, they really have, um, continued to build a solid fan base. And I think if anything per album, they're just adding more fans every time, um, because their fans are like me, like very loyal and they trust their judgment when it comes to the albums because they've, they've never given us cause for concern because, you know, they just are good at what they do. This of course goes into my last point. Um, overall, what makes this band great is that they have their ability to make albums that of course, individually are amazing on their own are all of course, fantastic albums, but they all still stay cohesive within the entire catalog of this band. And so what I mean is like, every album individually has like its own theme. Like you can tell, like there's definitely like a message they're trying to get across or they're trying to observe or pursue within every album individually. But like, if you jumped around to any of like, if you wanted to listen to like three songs, a man alive, and then jump, you know, years ahead to 2020 to reanimator and listen to like four songs from that, it really is all going to feel like one big, uh, one big album. And I think that's a smart decision. I think when bands can, of course, pursue other sounds and, and kind of just grow and, and change a little bit and, and not even change, but like evolve, but also still maintain their signature sounds and what makes us fall in love with them to begin with. I think that is the mark of a band that really trusts its own judgment and really trust its fans to follow them to those links. Sometimes I think bands have, can have ideas that maybe they haven't exactly gotten there through their albums yet. And so they might arrive somewhere too soon. That's confusing to their to their uh, fan base, and then they lose them. With everything, everything they have a consistency again for just like introducing ideas per every album, and then that will of course show up in the next album. But then they'll expand upon that idea with something new, and I think that's the smartest way to do that. And there's a lot of most I would say honestly, most of the bands that I love probably are doing this. I just think it's extremely noticeable with everything, everything. And a lot of UK bands, I think, do this really well, too. And so that is why I know I love everything, everything. If you've not ever listened to anything from this band or heard of them or anything like that, um, please go check them out. I mean, they have five albums worth of material, so you got plenty of material to cover. And album six is coming out, and I believe it's May of this year. And I've already heard the, the new single, and it is outstanding. I'm already like, yep, it's going to be great. So I'm super excited for that to finally get some really good music from the bands that I love in 2022. So until next week, thanks again for listening. Thank you for listening to the I Know I Love podcast. If you like what you heard, please follow me, Kevin Craddock, on Instagram at I Know I Love Podcast. Here you can find current information and links to future episodes as they are produced. Thanks again for listening.